Welcome to another episode of Clear Light Connections, where we talk to the people behind the businesses of Bay Area Houston. Special guest today is Susie Dominguez, and you are the uh, Executive Director of Interfaith Caring Ministries. That's right. Now, I know a little bit about it, but for those that don't, please tell us about Interfaith Caring Ministries and the wonderful things you guys are doing for the community. Um, We're a social service organization that um, was started in 1985 by a bunch of area local churches that saw a need in the community and they felt like they were didn't know what what each other were doing so they got together and formed this nonprofit. and then whenever anyone in their congregation or someone off the street came for help they knew they had a place that they could send them to so um we've been in existence that long it started with being a food pantry and it has now evolved into a lot more. So our basic things we do are rent, utilities, and food. But we have so many other um, things that we offer. Once we get to know the client and see what their needs are, we're able to help them deeper. And, and what are what are the biggest needs you're seeing lately? Well, definitely because of the price of food, um, more food and people can come to us um, once a month for food and they get about $250 worth of of food in a basket that we give them and it's a really easy process once they become a client of ours it's a really quick in and out grab your food you're gone and call us in a month and come back again so um we're seeing lots of needs okay gas because of the price of gas Mm -hmm. there's people that can't afford you know they don't have a job that pays them enough to pay for the gas to get them back and forth Um, we have some gas cards that we give out and then um, just basic rent and utilities there's always enough people around that need help with that that we're we're busy doing that and and as an organization what are your greatest needs right now um volunteers at our resale shop i would say and um yeah volunteers that's like the heart and soul of what we do we have a very limited paid staff and we rely on volunteers and ever since covid when everything pretty much shut down and we were just a skeleton paid crew working um we haven't got our volunteer base back up to where it was and that's really it's a puts a lot of strain on the employees to yeah to I'm, cover I'm, that. I've, I've heard that from all of the nonprofits we're, we're experiencing it i think everywhere and it, it'd be nice to get those people back mm-hmm. and, and give you guys the and help you need we understand i mean a lot of our volunteers are retirees and older people that are probably the most at risk of having you know bad effects of covid mm-hmm. so um i totally understand their you know their worry about getting back out there and um things are more relaxed now without masks and we don't require that anymore and we're seeing our clients face to face again and i think that i i totally understand but we're we're feeling it mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh doing the best we can yeah and and I, I you guys do a really good job in the past of of making your volunteers feel special you used to do a, a special volunteer appreciation event i was fortunate enough to get to attend um and and uh you guys uh brought in one of your clients to tell the story mm-hmm. first person mm-hmm. uh, t- tell me about some of the 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 
the stories, the success stories that you're most proud of that, that, that you've seen through the years in the organization? Yeah, what's, what's really, really gratifying is when you have somebody that shows up out of the blue and says they want to volunteer for you, and then the, once you get to know them, they'll tell you how you either helped them you know, 20 years ago, or you helped their sister, or you helped somebody that was close to them. And um, that that really, like, you know that you made it when, <laughs> when you've affected people's lives and they remember 20 years later that, you know, you were the one that was there for them when they needed help. Um, I have a story where I, um, when I became a grandmother 10 years ago, I took my granddaughter to have her newborn pictures taken and I was just chatting with the photographer and she had a little business down in um, League City and she was just a one-man show and so we started visiting as the baby was she was positioning the baby and everything and uh, she asked me where I worked and I said interfaith caring ministries and she said oh you got because of you I was able to go to college because you paid my child care when I was a young single mother and I got my degree in photography and I'm where I am today because you guys helped me with daycare because I had no idea. I knew what I wanted to do. I, I could, you know, I got a scholarship to go to college. I just could not pay for the childcare. And, um, so it really made me happy. And I'm like, are you, would you be willing to speak at one of our events? Because that's what our donors want to hear. They want to hear those stories of success. And um, we have a fundraiser in December called Festival of Trees. And we have a speaker usually at that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's always someone that has, has gotten help from us in the past and let our donors know who are at the event how we affected their lives. And then, like you had mentioned, we have um, a volunteer appreciation dinner every April, and we we try to have somebody come and talk to us about that too. So currently we have somebody who answers the phones in the afternoons for us that is a former client, and she just wanted to give back. She's now up on her feet, and everything's good to go, and she's volunteering for us. It's so incredibly powerful to be able to change the trajectory of lives like that. That must be very gratifying. It is. I know that we're not, we don't do the deep dive like a lot of places do. Um, Our purpose, typically, we say that we're preventing homelessness, but what we're doing is our typical client is someone who works probably paycheck to paycheck, like we probably all have in our lives. I know I have. And you're just trying to make make it to the next paycheck, and then something happens that you have to make a choice now. Am I going to pay my rent this month or am I going to get the tire fixed on my car so I can get back and forth to work? And we don't want people to have to make a decision on on that, you know, because that one thing could lead to them being evicted from their home. So we want to be there to give them the hand up that they need and then get them back on track and they're they're off and running again. Now, yeah, they're probably living paycheck to paycheck again, but we saved them from that one little thing that could have... Yeah, it could be a catastrophic thing right. that, that basically, you know, starts a slide right. that, that you're never going to get out of. Right. And I, I don't think people realize how, I think, financially uh, fragile 
the the vast majority mm-hmm. of of the working class mm-hmm. is and and it's it's great that you're able to to step in and prevent like you said that that catastrophic downward slide right because when you i mean there might be deeper and there probably are i'm sure all of us have these deeper issues that you need to deal with and um and fix to become really whole and on your way but when you're worried about you know whether you're going to be able to feed your child that night or you're worried about if you're going to be able to get to work tomorrow to get a paycheck you can't think about future and um you know how i'm going to save money every month so that i have a nest egg right Mm -hmm. you're you're in desperation mode at this point and you just need somebody to come and let you, you know, feed you or whatever you need so that you can start thinking straight and decide what your strategy is going to be. So kind of what we do is we want to alleviate that immediate need and then we'll talk to them and go over, okay, now what are you going to do next month when this happens again? Or let's think of ways that you can, you know, not have to endure this type of emergency again. So we try to do that at our office. We don't have that deep uh, case management going on, but we're full of information on where to go to get that help you need, whether it's mental health counseling or financial counseling or whatever it is that you need. Um, We've, we're referring people constantly to our network of providers. Yeah. And, and being a resource is, is, you know that's that's in some cases like you said that's good enough it, we we can stop the bleeding right now mm-hmm. but let let's connect you with other and it right. sounds like that kind of circles back to the way the whole organization was founded with the different uh i guess faith-based institutions mm-hmm. kind of pulling together and 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 deciding okay if we all know what we what we're doing and what the needs are we can we can better address them right so what kind of relationships have you built like with some of these other agencies that that you 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 refer to and right so we our service area is the clear creek and the friendswood school districts and besides um some churches that help their own congregants or some churches we have a relationship with that um once we have seen them they'd like to supplement what we do um but we're kind of pretty much the only game in town for this area and then there's other agencies like mi lewis they service the dickinson school Mm -hmm. district so everybody kind of has their own little niche area so we do have um there's the united way of the bay area and they offer lots of other um other um services that people need that we come across that we're not able to provide what they say, hey, send them our way. So we have lots of relationships that way. Um, we have, you know, Bay Area Turning Point is where we can refer people if they're in a domestic violence situation. Um, we also have a resale shop. And so we're able to provide free of charge to our clients clothing if they need for a work interview or if they're children have outgrown their clothes and they don't have any summer clothes that fit we can give that to them somebody who had to flee a situation that was unsafe for them to live in and have to start over all over again in a new apartment and they left with just the clothes on their back we're able to give them um, some household goods so they can set up a new household and so we're always trying to you know see where the holes are and fill it in ourselves or 
um, send them a place where they can, to a place that they can get help. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people think of the Clear Lake area or Clear Creek ISD, even Friendswood ISD, as, as being wealthy. Mm-hmm. And tell me over the years kind of what you've seen that, that people might not be paying attention to that, that, that you guys are addressing? Well, I don't, you know, people don't know that where there is money, there's also people who work for those people. They probably don't have as much money because they need people to do services for them. So we always have that um, demographic that is, you know, the maybe people have a lot of money and that's what they're known for, but then there's the people that serve those people. So, um, I'll just tell you, I've worked at Interfaith for 21 years, and when I started working there, um, rent, of course, was so much cheaper. Rent, an average rent was like $400 or something a month. And so when people came to see us and we gave them, you know, 25% of their rent, $100, they were just thrilled. Well, now the average rent for somebody who lives in this area is $1,200. And the fact that, you know, giving out $100 is not going to do anything when rent is $1,200. But I'm happy to say that because of our donors, our grant writer who does a great job of writing grants and and getting funds for us, um, we're able to fulfill probably on average half of somebody's rental need. And um, they just, it's just so much has changed the price of food everything has gone up so much i think we recently found out that 28 percent of all kids that go to clear creek independent school district are living below the poverty level so that just tells you even though clear lake might have this reputation of being you know wealthy or upper middle class it's there's over a quarter of the population that is it's not. definitely changed over the years I, I think when i first moved to this community there might have been one maybe two title schools and now there's i think 16 mm-hmm. and so that kind of tells you that the the need for services such as yours has has grown mm-hmm. at an incredible rate uh especially during your time i think a lot of that has happened during your time right. at interfaith caring right. ministries so uh, I moved recently, and I had some nice furniture to give away, and you had some really nice gentlemen come out in a truck, pick it up, and I'm hoping you guys were able to sell that at your resale shop. Uh, what are some of the other ways people can get involved? You know, We know you need volunteers, but it sounds to me like you need uh, some of that treasure as well. It's, it's the money you need. Yes. So the great thing about our resale shop that we're proud of is that um, you can— um, be assured that whatever you donate to us will go right back out to this community right here in Clear Lake. And um, all the money we make from the resale shop, once we've paid our, you know, our rent and insurance and everything we need to, to run the shop, then comes back to our office where we give it out to the clients that are in need. So it's one big circle and we really rely on the community to give us there to donate their um their treasures that they don't need anymore uh furniture as you mentioned that is our number one bestseller along with clothing and so um we're always looking for volunteers to help us process those uh donations in the back room of the resale shop and then um, get it out on the floor so we can sell it and people who like to shop resale shops 
like to see uh, turnover in the uh, merchandise that's out on the floor. Mm -hmm. So that is really key to keep that stuff coming out, the new stuff and selling the old stuff and putting it on clearance if it doesn't sell within the first couple of weeks or whatever. And so we really are concentrating on on that and um, making people feel like, you know, here's good quality stuff you can get at much reduced rate. Yeah. And it's that circle of keeping it in the community that I think is so important, especially since you're very focused on our community. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you, uh, what's your, you've obviously lived in the community yourself a long time. What, what's your favorite part about living, living in this area? Um, I love that it feels like, uh, we're not in a big city, but the big city is really close and we can go and enjoy all those things. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I like the big city, but I love the suburb feel of living. I currently live in Nassau Bay. I love that small town feel. Um, you know, your neighbors and, you know, everybody has pride in their neighborhood. And I feel like probably every neighborhood around here is like that. Um, yet you can run up to an Astros game or something in a half an hour and, and enjoy the big city amenities that, that are there. And I like that we want to take care of each other. And I feel that, um, I see that so much in our donors and our volunteers that they have pride in their community and they want to make sure that everybody here is taken care of and the, and the churches too are, are very into that. So, uh, tell us about the, you've told us about the resale shop, but where, where is it located? Because I've heard that it's really one of the better ones to, to go visit. You talked about keeping the inventory turning over and, right. and so where, where can people go to Well, it's located in Webster and the actual address is 803 East NASA Parkway. But the uh, landmark to get there, it's right by the new overpass, the NASA Road 1 or bypass, I guess. Um, and it's um next to the i in the shopping center that the ihop is in okay so um basically on nasa road one between el camino and highway three on the north side and we're in the back corner we have eleven thousand square feet so it's a big store with a little bit of everything and so um we have sales weekly and um yeah we'd love for people to come check us out. Um, Our offices where we give our services to our clients is actually in um, downtown League City off of Main Street um, on Park Avenue. But if you have donations um, for the resale shop, they need to go to the Webster location on NASA Park. So tell people how they can get involved, either volunteering or donations. Uh, And then your Festival of Lights, it's Festival of Trees. Trees. Yes. Tell, tell us more about that because okay. that, that's a really, uh, that's what I'm looking for. I, th- I think that's become an institution mm-hmm. and, and it's really cool to see that keep going. Yeah. And, and We've changed the locations over the years, um, but this year we're having it at the Hilton, the Nassau Bay Hilton on December 1st. It's a Thursday evening. Um, we have a theme every year and this theme is going to be, this year's theme is, uh, champagne and ice. So, uh, we have a lot, we have live music, dancing, auction, great food. Um, it's, it's really 
a fun time and it's a great time to get um, we have lots of things especially in our live auction that are really fun to get trips and that sort of thing so um, yeah our website is www.icmtx.org and um, our website has all the information you need or you can call our office uh, 281-332-3881 and um, somebody will answer the phone and be happy to uh, steer you in the right direction on um, how you can volunteer or give or uh, or if you know somebody that needs help uh, call us. We're happy to help people. Well, Susie, I want to thank you uh, personally for everything you do in the community. And, and I think your organization is uh, a perfect example of what we like to call buy into Bay Area. Uh, it, the money stays here. The services are provided here. It, it's, it's just a fantastic story. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.